Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Uh, this is follow-up Friday where we answer all of your ravens, your thoughts, your comments uh, from last week's episode, chapters, the series, whatever you guys were thinking. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes we pull from the Facebook group, which is uh, what we've been doing a little bit more, um, just kind of respond it's our way of kind of responding to you guys because throughout the week sometimes Sarah and i just don't have time to do so and man the conversations over there are just getting better and better and better so yeah i think it's like we had said it's a it's a short way to kind of get in there and have like some back and forth on a theory a thought or or just you know anything that may come up in the readings uh it doesn't have to be a long you know um drawn out theory although we have two of those today and they're awesome Mm mm-hmm and uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to those. So yeah, it's it's kind of uh, it's nice to have both formats going, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, all right. Well, last week's trivia question was, "What were the name of Tommen's cats?" And the answers were Sir Pounce, Boots, and Lady Whiskers. And <laughs> let me tell you, had a handful of people answer, and it was almost like immediately. But like by literally a minute, the winner was once again Lord Adam Parker. Wow. Jamie. Yeah, so I know. Hey, man, he he is he is committed to the trivia. Yes, he is. Uh, we it. had like five or six people. We had like five or six people respond like almost immediately. I was like, wow, phone was blowing up. Yeah, <laughs> from <laughs> great the Earth wisdom. Okay, never mm-hmm. forget. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, so if you're, I know you're some people. You're like, man, this guy just wins all the time. But let me tell you, the week before, you got unseated by by. By a new person, I believe, uh, Chris Walters is yeah. his name, who won last week, and he was super close again this week. So, yeah, you never know. Sometimes we may we we've been moving the we've been moving the time around a little bit. Hopefully, to yeah. try and get some more people in. So we call it follow up Friday. You just never know when it may release. <laughs> you never know. Okay, never know. Never know. We could so. just you know pounce and boom, there it goes. Yeah. So if you have it set up to automatically download, then you know you'll get that notification, and uh, you should be should be good to go. Um. All right. Well, let's see here. So, uh, Sir Ezra, uh, there's a, a, some big, some big ravens this week. Yeah, yeah, there are. Uh, and, and we're, we're gonna we got a couple smaller ones. Just some kind of housekeeping things we want to talk about first. But yeah, the ravens this week, I'm actually really excited about. So we've got uh one from uh Sam the Hammer. Uh, we've got his mm-hmm. in there. We've got his words and an updated sigil for him. We've also got Lady Paula. Uh, she sent us a really awesome. Uh, Raven today or this this week, so excited to talk about that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think uh, some of this sort of housekeeping stuff that I've, I've listed here. Uh, basically, um, I don't know if we mentioned this last week or not. I just threw it back in here with the idea of, of a possible another another tier on Patreon. People are asking for it, and so I know. So I okay, <laughs> am thinking we might have to do that. Also, I've mentioned in the past. Uh, I, I think I might. Maybe when we get done recording today, Sir Matt, if you remind me, uh, we can post maybe a poll and to see if people are interested in the Discord um, mm-hmm. chat rooms. So it's nice to have different, you know, formats. I, I think even on Facebook, sometimes you want to, you know, make sure that you're you're saying things, I guess, like the right way. Uh, but it, it, like, or not the right way. Like, uh, it's just sort of it takes an extra second, you know, sit down to read and, it does. and then, and then, you know, type out your comment. Whereas in discord, you can literally just have an instant message chat. 
Mm-hmm. So there are instant yeah, messaging sure. rooms, text chat rooms. There's also audio chat. So some of our you know, book club members could maybe get in there and chat with each other. So uh, if you're interested in that, just let me know. And we can definitely you know, um, link that in as, as a pretty easy uh, reward for our patrons. So. Yeah, yeah, and we want to do we want to do um and we just got to figure out timing and all that stuff um you know some uh like a like a, a hangout you know yeah. maybe like some yes at some point so we Yeah, like to, a quarterly Q&A slash hangout, you know, so it'd be like mm-hmm. 3 to 4 times a year uh nice nice fun time for people. But yeah, like you said it's tough with all the different time zones and stuff, but you know, we'll figure it out. So. Yeah. So. Uh okay, uh let's see next we've got uh <laughs> Oh, I don't know if you... I just put this in here, Sir Matt. I didn't know if you wanted to answer this or not. Uh, well, we, no, we did answer this, didn't we? we I think we were talking Which about, about uh, Tanner. He was asking us about... Um, uh, I don't think we actually answered this on the show. Oh, we didn't? Okay. So, so Tan- no, no, no. T- Tanner was just asking us, you know, basically, um, what like what grade do we uh, teach? Just some just some uh, questions about ourselves. And so I thought I'd throw in there. kind of kind of neat. Um, but uh, he asked us... Yeah, what, uh, for me, Sir Ezra, what grade do you teach? And uh, he says he's thinking about actually doing Teach for America after he graduates. Um, mm-hmm. And if you were wondering, I teach a bunch of high schoolers. And uh, mm. <laughs> so, I mean, every week it's just sass city, okay? So yeah. I love those kids. Uh, they're fantastic. And uh, we, we sometimes it, when the when the show has been on, uh, I've gotten a few kids who watch it, who their parents let them watch it. You know, I'm like, really? Okay, cool. And so they come in and talk about the show, and that's been a lot of fun. And uh, unfortunately, I'm not able to, you know, um, I'm not able to, uh, what's what's the word? Like right. r- like run Respond. a book club with, right. the, yeah, with Game of Thrones. So, you know, but I don't know. We'll... So there's that. So, oh, okay. Apparently, yeah. my phone is vibrating. So, there we go. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Let's move that. Let's um, move that, guys. That's what happened. You know, Serez was, you know, pretty popular. So I'm just blowing up here. Actually, ironically, yeah, it, what's blowing up is Discord. So I'm in a, is. I'm in a couple of Discord, um, uh, you know, chat rooms, and so that is what is blowing up right now. That's awesome. Yeah. It's actually a lot of. That's yeah. Cool. So. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and what do you do for work, uh, Sir Matt? Well, right now, nothing actually. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was working as a um, at a law firm uh, when I was still living in Columbus, and uh, I was doing accounting work. So you know, I was, I was doing the numbers, as Sir Robert would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. King Robert would say. Yeah, right. I was running the numbers. But uh, yeah, so I I just I uh, quit that to move out here to Portland, and I you know I'm just. Going through that whole process right now of, you know, getting getting a different job. I've had a handful of interviews and stuff like that. I actually have one uh, coming up this week. Well, I will have had the interview um, by the time this episode Comes gets out. Uh, yeah. published. Yeah. Yeah, it gets published. And uh, I feel actually pretty good about this one. So uh, nice. I'll be working at a, uh, at a at a motorcycle store. So kind of, I don't know. I'm oh, just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of, you know, I just moved to, you know, well, not to a new city for me, but, you know. It's new phase in life, and I'm just kind of I don't know, just rolling with seeing, it. See, just rolling. Have a stable master, you know. So as some <laughs> as sometimes you got uh, yeah. to work as 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 a stable master, you know. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Selling some horses, some that, you know, two wheeled horses. <laughs> that so. is awesome, actually. Yeah, that's news to me because I, I actually hadn't heard that one yet. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. That's so awesome. I don't know. I've just I've I've literally been uh, just 
kind of checking everything out, you know, like, well, here's the know. thing. Guys. I never, I never thought about, I never thought about doing that. Why not? You know, so. L- let me just throw this out there. Um, if Sir Matt and I could do this full time, we would. Okay. Well, we would. We, yeah, we absolutely 100% would. would. I, that's, that's the goal. That's, that's the, that's, that's the, the goal. Yeah, the so goal. Yeah. If you want that to happen, there's a little place called Patreon <laughs> where you can yeah, just, just go, yeah. you know, say, hey, you know what, fellas? I, I think yeah, I need more sounds, of your time on this series. Why don't you yeah, just sounds, yeah, yeah. dedicate your whole lives to this? That'd be mm. fantastic. That would be that'd be fantastic. So, yeah, no. So, but um, I'm uh, actually planning yeah, so. a trip out there soon. I'm I'm trying to get out mm-hmm. west. I want to come out and yeah, you know, kind of see what's going on. So I um been been planning planning that. I'm not sure. I'm hoping before Christmas I can I can come out that way and uh yeah. been out there before and it's always a lot of fun. So you've got some good friends mm-hmm. out there and stuff. So looking forward to coming out soon so yeah yeah so i would say right now my full-time job is this yeah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah, so. yeah so yeah so no 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 i have i have actually have some other like side work stuff i've been doing so yeah some social media consulting yes sir so, yeah awesome. if you want that do you just let me know <laughs> all right here well uh thank you tanner um and now this uh, this next one so uh uh, Lord Hunter the Foulmouthed uh, has has sent us another uh, raven here, and I thought this was a pretty good one. This is just a quick little mm-hmm. uh, raven here. So it says, uh, "This is show. This is a show related raven. I would like to know what magic Lord Adam Parker uses to write such amazing, thoughtful, and researched ravens. <laughs> is it blood magic, the magic of the old gods, necromancy, uh, you know, or something else? I must know." Uh, and he says, P.S. Thank you, Lord Adam Parker, for the incredible Ravens. So I thought that was hilarious. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, um, Lord Hunter, you'll, you'll be wondering the same about Lady Paula here in just a second. Oh, because my gosh, I'm telling yeah. you. And, and Sam the Hammer. They're, they're both really, mm-hmm. really good this week. So we're excited for, for this follow up Friday. Yeah. If I had to take a guess, though, I might say it is blood magic. That's blood magic. Gonna, I know it is. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just, it is. Yeah. So he's. He seems like a, you know, I mean, it's from the earth wisdom and, you know, there's. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's, he's definitely werewolves. about. He's, yeah, he's de- yeah, he's definitely he's definitely about the old gods. Yeah, I can say that, you know. So. But uh, <laughs> no, it, I will say this, you know, that was, um, you know, this is and this is the thing. Sometimes we get we get ravens from people and Lord Anna Parker's certain, you know, obviously one of them. We're just like, man, sometimes we're like these people. There's a lot of research goes into this and some people write some very well, well crafted ravens and we love it because yeah. it is. It's great for us because um, it makes it easier on us because you know we talk about this all the time. You know, sometimes especially Fall Up Friday, sometimes it's hard for us because we're all over the place. Yeah, yeah. You know, it could be like uh, Game of Thrones or Dance with Dragons, and you know, different characters and different threads, and right? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So we just kind of go with it and you know try our try our best. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like we learn something each week. I think people who listen. Uh, learn something each week and it is even challenging for the listener right you're sort of like oh wait where Mm -hmm. where is that at again like in the series you've got to kind of think back through and analyze you know as to Mm -hmm. as to where it's at so um it's fun though it's like you know yeah and like and like you know it's it's like trivia too like sometimes the trivia for us is like i'm pulling stuff out and i'm like wow this is a character i like forgot about Mm -hmm. yeah Yep. You know, which reminds me of the trivia for this week yeah yeah i'm gonna do it in the middle of a raven let's do it What is the name of Jorah Mormont's wife? Yeah. What is the name of Jorah Mormont's wife? And the reason I brought that up is just because this, you know, just like we're saying here with Fallout Friday, sometimes I was like, 
wow, I forgot about this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, totally forgot, you know, she existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was wondering how you, you know, how you thought of this. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, let's not talk about it too much. But, um, yeah, we can't actually, talk about it too much. It's a character I do want to talk about, though, in a follow up Friday sometime. So I will not, mm-hmm. I will not do so now. But, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm glad we brought it up. Yeah, so I mean, I'll just, it. yeah, I mean, you know, she, all we know about her is that, you know, she looks very similar to Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, looks like she could, you know, maybe looks like she could be a Targaryen. Yeah, but I'm not so sure we know exactly where she went. And We uh, don't. Yeah. Without I mean, giving. Vow. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, no, I just, and, I and here's that. the thing. I, we're not dancing around her name for a reason because it's an answer trivia. But uh, right. I do want to say. I actually think there's some it's not even just her that I'm interested in. It's her father and I believe mm-hmm. her sister. So yeah. uh there's a lot there I wanted to kind of talk about at some point. Mm-hmm. So uh to yeah. So many I, I kind of feel like uh Gur sometimes. Like I have all these threads in my mind, things I want to get to. <laughs> just like how am I gonna wrap all this up, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So but anyways, yeah. Good, good question this week. So Okay. Okay. Here we go. We ready for this? Yep. How about this? Do you want to do um, the first one, and then I've already read the second one? Um, I'll read Lady Paula, and you can read um, Sir Ham the ha- uh, Sir Sir Sam the Hammer, um, whose words, by the way, are the finest steel is forged in the hottest mm-hmm. fire. So it was kind of co- yeah. it was kind of cool to get his words. Oh yeah, and, and he sent us his sigil. He he made his own sigil. Yeah, yeah, and it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, greetings, good sirs, from your newest hedge knight. I take it, Sir Matt's journey through the mountains went well. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. I I made it here uh, unscathed, you know, yep. and uh, unmolested. So <laughs> you know, I was that's what I was most nervous about. You know, sometimes you park your car in the middle of the road. You know, not middle of the road, but you know, driving out. Yep. You know, you're stopping at hotels you're not really sure of. Yeah. You know. Oh. Uh, I'm worried about I'm worried about snatchings. Yeah, uh, yeah, you should be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should be. You got to be like serious. You should be. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, but, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's a but new, it's a like, real a thing. thing. Yeah. Um yeah. real quick though, just on the title of his his raven is uh Dragon Name Etymology. So that was kind of important. Just wanted to mention. Okay. Um, all right, I have a question, uh, a cool connection, and the start of a theory that I would like to open up to the group to see if smarter people than I can fill in missing pieces of the jigsaw. Um, well, I guess you should probably ask people in the group. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may yeah. want to stay away from us. Okay. <laughs> um, yep. The names of characters is clearly significant in A Song of Ice and Fire, and none more so than those of Danny's dragons, Drogon, Viserion, and Rhaegal. Their origins are fairly obvious on the surface, but I think there is more to uh, unpack than most people consider. The root of each name represents significant men in Danny's childhood. Reg is Regal, or mm-hmm. um, Regar, excuse me, you know, Viser, he's using like the prefix here, mm-hmm. uh, Viserys and Drogue with Drogon. Mm-hmm. So far, so simple. But I, this is where I have a question. Why Rhaegar? Why not Ares? Why not honor her father at all? Both were dead before she was born, and from Danny's point of view at the time, both were, um, you know, culpable in her family's fall from power. Add in the fact that she called her son Rego, we can conclude that she has such a str- much stronger link with her uh, 
brother than her father. Note the deliberate air quotes. Mm -hmm. Why? Do you know why Danny could speak High Valyrian, but Viserys couldn't? Along with the house with the red door and the lemon tree, there are lots of hints that Danny's childhood is not as simple as first presented. Mm Mm-hmm. So on to the cool connection. Have you noticed how the two suffixes of Danny's dragons represent important men in her adult life? On, which is uh, he's saying John, Aegon, mm-hmm. um, and uh, like Ion, Tyrion. Interesting. No. Now let's assume that this was intentional on Gur's part, right? Because when she named her dragons, she hadn't met these people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. He's right. So he's saying this is like foreshadowing from Gur. Yeah. Okay. What does this mean? Uh, and who is the significant character's name uh, ends like A-L. Uh, I say it could mirror the root of each name. Three influential men from the childhood and three influential men from adulthood. It could represent the three heads of the dragon or the three dragon riders. Or it could be a complete coincidence. Below are a couple of candidates that I've managed to come up with. Danny, he's saying A-L, could just represent Danny. In English, the suffix al means pertaining to. Um, he's saying magic, uh, magic or magical. Whilst in Arabic, al in surnames means from the family of. He's saying like, i.e., um, al Salid, mm-hmm. Rhaegal. Um, hmm. From the family of Rhaegar, more links between those two. Or if you want to go full tinfoil or deep down the rabbit hole, as we like to say, mm-hmm. then maybe Danny is a Dane or a Blackfire and it points to her birth name. Uh, he's saying Grey Worm. Grey Worm is unable to share his true name with anyone who hasn't had their chestnuts roasted over an open fire. Mm-hmm. Maybe his name ends A-L. The Night King. He has a dragon. We don't know his name. Yeah. Val, the first I heard of her was on your podcast a couple of weeks ago, but she seems a bit Targ-like, and her name would fit. Yeah. Um, Jorah the Antal. Too much of a stretch, but that's the last idea I could come up with. Maybe others can come up with a better idea. I would have put this on the Facebook, but it's a bit long, so maybe uh, you can kick off the conversation, and we can carry it on over there. Sir Sam the Hammer, the finest deal is forged in the hottest fire. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's a good one. I like that. That's good. Uh, that is really good. Hmm. Is that intentional? <laughs> now, because we have, I mean, I think, as as he pointed out, uh, just the Rhaegar Viserys Drogon connection um, mm-hmm. is intentional, right? So that I mean, that's pretty mm-hmm. straightforward, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's well, and correct if I'm wrong, but Drogon. So this is show, Mm -hmm. right? Drogon is the one that John pets. Viserion Mm. is the one that gets taken by the Night King when Tyrion warns her not to go. Mm -hmm. So then Rhaegal is the one that hasn't been touched yet. So just interesting. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I guess I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. I'm just putting that. I'm putting that. You know, piecing this together as we just read it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the one we're looking at is Regal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. So yeah, so characters' names who end in A L in a world of ice and fire. Now I'm trying to think. 
the top of my well, head. Well, I think Sam uh, Mint listed off a couple of really good ones. I do. I he did. I actually was yeah. thinking of. Uh, so I thought Jorah, and I was like, eh, that doesn't work. And then he said Jorah the Andal, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Because I literally yeah. thought that as you were reading, I was like, oh, well, let's just go through the men who are near her um, and, and try to think about that. And that's uh, that sounds a good one. Um, right. Let me see here. Let me sit up here and look at yes. some of these uh, other names real quick. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Barrison the Bull does. Barrison Selmy doesn't work. Um, but this would also be Dario someone. Horus doesn't work. This would need to be someone who is like connected to the dragon and who could be a dragon rider, or it just. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other way Sam's presenting it, it's just also important men in her adult life. You know, right. so it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a man because he mentions Val. You know, right? So that was pretty cool. You know, the mention of Val. Being associated with uh, possible, you know, dragon slash Targaryen, uh, <clears throat> you know, he, uh, heritage there. So I don't right. know. Okay, well, 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 real quick, real quick, I just, I just want to kind of go back to this idea, um, where he was talking about, uh, this was kind of, this was just kind of an interesting part here. I, I just want to pick this out again. Um, this is where I question why Rhaegar, why not Ares, about the part of. Why does Danny kind of cherish Rhaegar when she didn't know him? Right? He was dead before she was born. Well, yeah, he's on to he's yeah, that's a lot of people have that been. is that in itself is something actually quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she maybe she knew her her king was or maybe she knew the mad king was mad and you would have to remember she would be hearing all of almost all of her parents of her lineage through Viserys. And Viserys would probably have a more preferable view of Rhaegar than he would the Mad King because the Mad King just, you know, Viserys is kind of this like, you know, like you should just never lose. The Targaryens are the best. And like maybe he views his dad as the one who actually cost them the kingdom. I don't know. You know, I actually think and, and not to. So I actually think it might be the opposite. Uh, and and here's why, J- just because, um, in all the reading we've been doing, remember how close the Mad King kept Viserys and like almost kept him away that's from true. like Rhaegar and stuff. So you could, yeah, that's so, true, maybe. But the same thing that, that you're saying is that like maybe he thinks Rhaegar was you know, from his from the Mad King's perspective was the one who brought the who failed, you know, on the with the battle okay. of the Trident. And so you're onto that, you know, that whole piece that like he is very much like, um, I don't know, like. You know, Targaryens right. can't lose. So, yeah. So, the, so then, so then, why is she so fond of Rhaegar? Because it seems like she doesn't really know a lot about Rhaegar until Barristan Selmy kind of tells her about him. Uh, yeah, except for uh, maybe just the way in which she was. Because I'm, I'm thinking back to when they went into exile. Well, we right. Well, we do know that. We do know that. Um, Viserys tells her that had she been born earlier, maybe she would have wed Rhaegar. No. Oh. Okay. Or maybe or maybe she views it as like maybe she views it as like, oh, maybe he could have been a nice brother as opposed to Viserys who's a jerk. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's this kind of it's this and then, you know, the mad king is crazy. And so she's kind of viewing it as here's this other family member that I had and, you know, it's kind of like this you never you know, you don't know what you have. Like so it's this kind of she's she's building up this image of him in her head. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. The other point that Sam is making, though, is that uh, she may actually be 
she may not be the Mad King's daughter, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So, uh, and, and just the, the fact that she could speak High Valyrian, you know? Um, mm-hmm. She's very quick to learn Dothraki, you know, as well as the Gascari tongue, too. So, you know, she's right. interesting in that regard. And so her upbringing might be, there might be more there than we realize, you know, uh, in, in her early, early, early years. You know, you know those years where, like, you really can't remember uh, a whole lot, and so she's thinking back to the door and the lemon tree and things like that. So uh, there may be things uh, there. There also could be some magic involved here too, man. There, there could be like a, like a mental block that, that Danny has, right. you know, I, I just, is it possible that, is it possible that Rhaegar is her father? I don't know. Is that a theory that's ever been explored? I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think, I think somebody brought it up actually in our show. I think it's been talked about here before. Uh, just, just that idea. So, and I think I did kind of dismiss it a little bit, but I, now that I think about it and I, and, and you look at when, um, so she's born in 284, uh, at Dragonstone and, hmm, I don't know. Maybe, okay, so something that could have happened is, is the, is the idea that her, um, her actual mother maybe did have another one of those. You know, she had a lot of stillborns and she had a, um, a lot of issues with, with mm-hmm. childbirth. So maybe that happened. And they also, you know, smuggled uh, Rhaegar's, you know, daughter away mm-hmm. at the same time. You know, maybe maybe it's mm-hmm. one of those things. So I don't know. It could be, though. It it could be that um, I think he's, he's Rhaegar's clearly old enough to be her father, you know. Right. So there's that. All right. Right now right now I'm 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 looking at a Free Folk Reddit post. Oh boy. Free Folk is is uh kind anything of like goes. the wild. It is anything goes. So it's it's show, it's Game of Thrones. Um I think this I'm looking at a theory right here where this guy's I think that this is a more common theory is kind of what the uh people are, are saying is there I guess there the, there is a theory that Ray, uh, is that Danny is the daughter of Rhaegar and Ashara Dane. Which I find really? quite interesting. Yeah, that's that's I guess a, a common theory that I am uh, un- completely unfamiliar with. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, unless Ashara was. Well, we'll get to that. Well, I'm just thinking um, Night of the Laughing Tree stuff. Okay. Yeah, not sure, but I think you know what we'll to. Well, yeah, we'll open the, we'll open up to discussion. See who people think you know might be. That that suffix and that suffix, you know, Sam's right. Yeah, al does. It's like an adjective, mean meaning like you know pertaining to. Uh, when you yeah, I mean r- different right words. here. This this is interesting. The first Daenerys we see in history was the daughter of Nerys Targaryen. Um, the mother uh, of dragons kind of looks like her. He's saying Daenerys kind of looks like her, just like World of Ice and Fire pictures and stuff like that. The first Daenerys was married with the Prince of Dorne, Marin Martell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, so there's that connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was one of the big like things, like the alliance that sort of brought uh, Dorne into the into the fold. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so Danny was conceived during the last month of Robert's rebellion. So, right. I suppose that's that's people have kind of timelined out when. Yeah. When and I and it would be it would be interesting though if Daenerys and John were actually brother sister. Because then that would make them more kind of 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. In line with that Targaryen thing. I mean, it's, you know. Huh. That's so interesting. Just, I don't know. There's, there's a lot that's, uh, all, all of that, everyone who is born around, between the years of 280 and 283, uh, just or 284, just shrouded in mystery. A lot of things could go a lot of different ways. Uh, right. Theorizing with, so I don't know. I like it. All right, I think we'll uh, we'll leave that for the for the rest of the group to kind of discuss and and uh, work their way through. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I haven't given the yep. dragons that much thought to be honest with you. So. I I I'm just I'm kind of I uh, I'm I'm like sifting through names here trying to find somebody that would work and I I don't I don't see anything well, but uh yeah as 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 Sam the Hammer said he 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 just kind of want to open this up to the group that'll pick up pick up pick it up there on Facebook so Yeah I like the idea of Grey Worm and and, and the Night King both we have we haven't learned their names you know, and so and Val's a good effort. You know, on, well, there so. could also be a character introduced in the books. You know, sometimes characters in the in the show are really like two or three characters like combined, mm-hmm. right? And there may like the Dario Naharis kind of kind of character in the show, yeah, like could be another character that we haven't met yet. Like he may not be everything we see in the show. And it may be more than just that. So maybe there is another person she has to leave when she comes over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And then all of this ties into the idea Sam was kind of saying that Gur was foreshadowing with these prefixes and suffixes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. No. Great. Great theory, um, Sam. So. All right. Sir Ezra, you want to read yeah. the uh, so this the is, next one? This is Lady Paula. And. uh Honestly, this is just some good food for thought, you know, for everyone, because she pretty well lays it out here, uh, like spells it out for us. Uh, it's, a, it's a good theory, and it's one that I think, you know, it, it's hard to find one that hasn't been out there, but she's 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 dedicated to this. And uh, I think she mentions that during her reread, more and more evidence just kind of keeps coming uh, up to support this theory. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. She also sent us her origin story, and Lady Paula, we will read that uh, in one of our uh, upcoming uh, main shows, so on the mm-hmm. Monday show. Um, I just finished listening to Follow-Up Friday, to your Follow-Up Friday episode containing the Ned plus Ashara theory. <laughs> uh, here we go. Um, I cannot explain how much and how passionately I disagree with this theory. <laughs> so she is mm-hmm. she's coming after us. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we present, we present all theories, Sir Matt. We just put them all out there. So, and this is a good one. So we're going to, we're going to throw it out here. Uh, I'm, I'm a dedicated crusader for a theory not heard much and not discussed much. And she's right. It's not one that actually people keep coming, you know, back to. It's not like super popular on YouTube. There is a YouTube video out there about, but this is not something that we, that comes up often, if that makes sense. Um, so. Let's see. Uh, but uh, this this theory has more evidence. Um, it's hidden, uh, cleverly hidden evidence, uh, and makes more sense to me. And that theory is H plus A equals M. Uh, and so that would be Helen Reed plus Ashara equals Mira. So, okay. okay. Uh, I, heard the, I heard this theory a few months ago, and evidence is slapping me in the face on my current reread. Long story short, Mira and, jo- and uh, Jojen Reed's mom, known as um, uh, Diana, is Ashara Dane. Trust me, there's so much in the book series to support this. Okay, so Ashara Dane is actually uh, Mira, you know, Reed's um, mother, 
And uh, yeah, here we go. So she's got a couple points here, one through, I think, eight, <laughs> which we're going to go through. Uh, number one, Ashara. We learn later from Barristan Selmy gave birth to a daughter that died shortly after uh, birth, and Ashara flung herself from the tower in grief. I'll get to why this didn't happen in a minute. For the timeline to work, she would need to have gotten pregnant at, Heron, at the Heron Hall tournament, uh, C number six. So we'll get to number six in a second. So for this all to have worked, um, Ashara would have been pregnant at the tourney of Heron Hall. Okay? We also know that Ned was too shy to ask her for a dance at the tournament, so his older brother, Brandon, had to ask her for Ned. This doesn't sound like a man that's going to father a child that weekend. Sir Matt, good point. Yeah, you know, good point. You know, so if he's too shy to ask for a dance, is he going to, you know, uh, basically, you know, get with her out of wedlock and, and you know, uh, father a child that night, you know? Not so sure about that, right? Mm-hmm. So there yeah. we go. Um, point number two. We learn about Brandon asking for her to dance with Ned in a weird way. Mira is telling the story to Bran, and she is telling it through the eyes of her father. Hallant was watching Ashara, watching her so closely that he remembered all her dance partners. Have you ever done this? No. He was crushing on her super hard and watching her every move. And so we have a quote from That's the book. A good point. Yeah, we have a quote from the book here. The Kranig men uh, saw a maid with laughing purple eyes dance with a white sword, a red snake, and the Lord of Griffins, and lastly, the quiet wolf. But only after the wild wolf spoke to her on behalf of a brother too shy to leave his bench. So... Point number two, uh, basically, you know, that uh, he's super shy and he's he's not likely to, or I'm sorry, point number one, that he wouldn't have fathered a child because he was so shy. And then point number uh, two here is that Helen Reed is watching her so closely that he remembers everyone she danced with. So obviously mm-hmm. he has a crush on her, you know what I mean? So he's, 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 in, he's intrigued. And that's, I, I mean, you know, makes a lot of sense, doesn't Good point. it? Yeah. Good point. Okay, yeah. so so moving on. Uh, point three. I'm quite sure Ned was keeping more than one secret. There's a passage in A Game of Thrones that says he had lived his lies for 14 years, yet they still haunted him at night. So lies with an S. Plural. Um, plural, plural yeah. yeah. More than one lie. So there's that. Okay. Uh, number Point number four. Here we go. Getting into it here. Uh, supposedly Ned and Helen were the only two adults to survive whatever went down at the Tower of Joy. And then they went to Starfall to return the sword to the Dane family. This isn't a super big part of my theory, and more in tune with your Arthur Dane is Mance Raider theory, but isn't it odd that they were welcomed at Starfall? If you were the person who killed the Sword of the Morning, how likely would it be that you would come away from Starfall intact? Mm-hmm. Intact and yeah. with a and with a wet nurse for baby John, and with a mm-hmm. future Dane family member named after uh, your your dad or your 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 <laughs> yeah. So uh, Ned, uh, Edric Dane, known as mm-hmm. you know yeah. Ned. So yeah, okay. Real quick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Real quick on that po- on that on that last point. You know, it is uh, something else. You need people need to remember. And now we've talked about this. We've mentioned this a couple times. The difference, men, the different between the kind of Dornishmen, um, like there's the sandy Dornishmen and like the yeah. stony Dornishmen. But even still, the Dornish are kind of known for being, 
you know, I mean, they use like guerrilla tactics, like they're kind of like aggressive yeah, mm-hmm. in, in a way, like revenge heavy. Like we see that a lot with the House Martells. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, I do find it unlikely that they would just be like, OK, with the fact that you just killed, you know, like our. <laughs> yeah. Our son. Like the you sword of the mean? morning. You're right. Well, and the right. and the other the the other bit there is that the kingdom is not completely settled yet, and Elia Martell's right. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's known at this point in Starfall, but like her children are killed, she is killed, she's raped and murdered. You know, like right. That can't be. Uh, that's not good. You know, so there's definitely some issues, and things go things grow very cold with Dorne over the years. You know. Yeah. So it was really the Targaryens that kind of kept them, it was those marriage alliances and then that treatment that they had, um, you know, put a Baratheon on the throne, who cares? I mean, so uh, definitely something, you know, brewing there with uh, the Dornish. So good point. Yeah. Yeah, really good point. Okay, um, let's see. So so with, yeah, uh, Dane, the, so the, yeah, they're, they're welcomed at Starfall, interacting, they leave with a wet nurse. And they even name one of the future Dane family members after, you know, um, uh, Eddard Stark. So, but mm-hmm. Helen Reed was with him, perhaps going to claim his bride? Question mark. That's a part. That's a part of point four. So Helen Reed is there. You know, maybe he's going back for. Maybe he's just accompanying Ned, uh, or he's going there to claim his bride. You know, uh, who is at the, at this point pregnant or has had the child or or what have you? Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe right. she. You know, was at the at the tourney, got pregnant. It's Helen Reed's, you know, um, child. So, okay. Right. Number five. Sure, Helen and Ashara weren't married when the child was conceived, making people think that Ashara and the Dane family were dealing with all of this shame. But the Danes are Dornish. If we have learned anything about the Dornish, is that it's not that big of a deal. So basically, having conceived a child outside of wedlock, what wedlock? Excuse me. Um, that that right. would that's not really you know they have that I, I guess it's not super frowned upon or super shameful if that makes mm-hmm. sense is that is that kind of what she's saying yeah Sir Matt yeah I think so yeah I think so yeah okay all right uh, point number four what are we on here six um, in a clash of kings we are told that Mira is almost sixteen making her nine or ten months older than John who turned fifteen at the end of a Game of Thrones if Mira is Helen Reed's daughter. And she is almost 16 in the Clash of Kings and isn't the daughter of a woman uh, from the tournament. Helen Reed would have needed to do the following thing. So basically, if you don't believe that. Um, so so I guess if you think that Mira isn't his daughter, then the following right. things would need to be true. Right. Is that what she's saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, because so if, if Mira, let me read that again. If Mira is Helen Reed's daughter and she's almost 16 in, in the Clash of Kings and she isn't the daughter of a woman from the tournament. So, sorry, there we go. And she isn't a, uh, a daughter of the woman from the tournament. Then here's what Helen, Helen Reed would have needed to do. Okay, so here I, I see where she's going with this. The, yeah. The idea is that um, basically for Mira to be Helen Reed's, uh, you know, daughter for this to work out and for her to be 16 years old like when was mira reed conceived you know right um right it, no good point good right point. So, yeah because so, she's supposed because i think she's she's kind of teased being around the same age as john right but she's a little bit older yeah so she would have had right. to have been conceived 
you know, either at the tourney of Heron Hall or directly after, within like a month or so afterwards. And so here's the point that um, Lady Paula is making, is that Helen Reed would need to do the following things. A, immediately leave after the tournament. B, ride like the wind back to the neck, basically make a month-long trip in a week. Uh, C, make someone, uh, meet someone and fall in love. Uh, D, uh, reconnect with someone he was betrothed to, but remember that he was at the Isle of Faces for an entire winter and hasn't been in the neck since then. E, get married and father a child within a matter of about a day or two. If all the above could be uh, conceivably done, uh, then that, you know, would then, then it's, you know, kind of possible that he could right. have had a child. Yeah, basically, Lady Paula is saying those things can't happen. Like, he, he doesn't have the time to... To, right, uh, doesn't have the time. It just still it doesn't work out. He's not betrothed to anybody that we know of. He's not in love with anybody. Uh, when he's at the tourney of Heron Hall, he's actually, you know, um, if there if there's anybody he's falling in love with, it's either, you know, uh, Liana or possibly Ashara. You know, those Ashara. are the two yeah. kind of um, females there that that people are you know entranced with. So, you know, why would he? But, but I mean, maybe there's just more that we haven't been told. You know. Maybe he mm-hmm. was betrothed to somebody and hooks up with whatever. But she's basically saying that this is not possible. It's not possible for him to have, you know, um, ridden all the way back to, you know, um, his homeland, found someone, gotten married, you know, and had a child. So it has to be a lady from the Heron Hall tournament is kind of the way this is shaping up. So in mm-hmm. number seven, in Clash of Kings, when Mira and Jojen show up at Winterfell to present themselves to Bran, they were presented as Lady Mira of House Reed with her brother Jojen of Greywater Watch. And that's a quote. Mira is presented as the lady and heir, which should definitely have been Jojen if we follow the normal Westerosi tradition. Isn't this more of a Dornish thing to do, to, to bestow inheritance to the eldest child, even if that child is a girl? Yeah, good point. <laughs> so that's that's pretty cool. Good point. Right. And number eight, last point I promise, would tall, gorgeous Ashara Dane be attracted to Helen Reed? So, you know, Ashara is known to be beautiful, and she's um, sought after by all these different guys. So how is it that she could be attracted to um, someone like Helen Reed, right? And she says, yep, mm-hmm. the descriptions of the Krennic men in the books almost exactly match the descriptions of the Dornish. Both shorter than average, both dark, quick, sneaky-ish, black hair, small eyes. This is what she grew up with and is comfortable with. Barristan Sami thinks something different, and although I had other opinions of his re- reliability during this narration uh, that I won't go into here, there is a really good nugget in A Dance of Dragons when he is reminiscing about his unrequented love for Ashara, quote, she wants fire and Dorn sent her mud. So she wants fire and Dorn sent her mud. So, and then she says, tell me who do you know that's associated with mud? Right. And so that would be the bogs, you know, and and the Krennic men and all Mm -hmm. of that. So, um, So here we go. So why this elaborate 14-layer cake of lies? Because of John. Both Hallen and Ashara, and probably Arthur, knew that John was the true heir, and Ned was determined to conceal this. Ashara's suicide was a ruse, and she took off with Hallen Reed to live happily ever after and keep secrets forever. 
Um, Hallen plus Ashara equals Mira, which makes me think that Mira is uh, or has a huge upcoming role to play, at least in the books. In this scenario, I can't help but to think of Lord of the Rings um, when Eowyn, who we thought was only there to pine after the hero, ended up killing uh, the Wraith King with the I Am No Man line. We all know how Gurr is a huge fan of Tolkien. So again, sorry for the lengthy Raven. Uh, I hope it wasn't too rough to get through. Thanks, Lady Paula. Oh boy, Sir Matt. Thoughts? Ah, uh, wow. Um, first of all, thank you very much for that well-crafted, well-put-together Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm reading. I'm like I'm on the the mirror read the mirror read page. You know, that's the thing is there is this really like we there we don't know it enough about Helen Reed yet. Um, like even in the show, he's just kind of there, right? And it says we know that we know that he was that Ned was almost killed by Arthur Dane, except for, you know, like Helen Reed. Yeah. Um, I like this theory a lot, actually, because I actually do kind of think there is some kind of connection with John and Mira, um, whether it was that they're, you know, they in this case, they're not related. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Some people think they're twins, and then Howland took Mira back. Um, because Mira is kind of written off in the show, right? Like at the end, like Bran's just kind of like, okay, see you later. Like yeah, yeah right. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but I, I don't know. She, she's described as kind of looking like her, um, or as she, Mira is kind of described as looking like sometimes she's like similar to Arya, stuff like that. So I definitely do think there is some mystery around it. Um, whether she is, you know, half stark with that, like the Rhaegar, you know, she's John's twin sister or whatever. Or I like this one, too, because it does make a lot of sense, actually, is you know, what what she, what she was Lady Paula was saying with Ned. Um, Yeah, like if you're a Chardain, like Ned is like too scared to talk to you. Why are you going to want to dance with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make sense. Right. I'm, I'm wondering how, you know, it's uh, what interaction did Helen Reed have with, um, with, with, with Ashara? And so at, at Harrenhal, he's watching her. He remembers every person she danced with. So that's good, right? And so, the, so right. there's, there's still, there's a, there's a chance, there's a possibility that he could have interacted with her there. Most likely he, in some way, um, whether it was speaking, watching, staring, whatever. Because um, imagine, too, all these, everyone's coming out to dance uh, with her, and I guess, mm-hmm. you know, she sees someone who, if she does, if she is uh, attracted to the way in which he looks, you know, um, and that's what she's used to and accustomed to. And she's up at Hall, and she sees someone else who kind of has those features and looks that she is accustomed to, as I said, or, 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 or likes standing off in the corner, just, you know, being real kind of um, discreet, but, you know, keeping an eye on her and stuff, but not coming over and talking to her. I think that might be more uh, interesting to her, you know? If everybody's coming mm-hmm. over, like, flirting with her and falling over, you know, their own feet to kind of dance with her and stuff, but then there's this guy who's keeping tabs on her in the corner, you know, that is kind of interesting, isn't it? You know, that, that's yeah. something you no, want to go is, for sure. and inquire with. So it's it's totally left. Oh, there's nothing really that says uh, that, you know, um, that they actually talked or or... or had any interaction 
at the tourney of Heron Hall. But then you do have this follow up at the Tower of Joy, you know, where, um, how, you know, where Highland Reed is is allowed to go up to <laughs> see uh, Lady Ashara. And the other thing I can't get over is is like if there is more going on here with Sir Arthur Dane, you, you know, if I just thought of this, Sir Matt. Why would would Ned take some of his own men down there to the Tower of Joy, have this confrontation with with Sir Arthur Dane and his his other men get killed, you know, and then he is um, makes these elaborate plans with Sir Arthur Dane after he's killed his men. His men actually might be alive, and they might have taken guises. They might have actually you know um, have their own mission, their own you know thing in which they needed to do to kind of conceal and. And keep things, you know, secret. Uh, if, right. if John is the true-born, you know, heir. So I don't know. I was just kind of thinking about that because, you know, Hal and Reed, even if they were, whether they're killed or whether they're they're kept alive, uh, those others that went with with Eddard Stark, Hal and Reed is is allowed to travel back to Starfall. You know, he goes with him mm-hmm. and, co- and and accompanies there. So so there's another possible interaction between um, Ashara. So. I think. Yeah, and you know, something else that's interesting is, I'm reading this right here, quotes about Mira. Um, the woods were full of frozen steam, streams and cold black lakes, and Mira was a, as good a fisher with her three-pronged frog spear as most men were with hook and line. Thought, you know, just thoughts of, of Bran about Mira. There's another one I'm trying to find <clears throat> where Bran is talking about how he, dis- how he thought the Krannic men were supposed to look, and he says, like, you know, they, they they should look more. He's there's something about like he thinks he thinks more of Mira mm-hmm. than he does Jojen. And then I'm looking at uh, Jojen Reed and uh, or their their mother, right? Their mother is Jayana Gia- Reed, I guess. Like who? Like and there's nothing. There's literally nothing on her. Yeah, right. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, and that uh, yeah. It just, yeah, the structure of the name, too, kind of fits at the end. It, it seems like it's a mm-hmm. similar structure um, if she were to right. have a name change. But she's not described at all, you know, so there's that. And it says, you know, that Ashara uh, killed herself because of a couple of things. You know, I think in a, in a game, of, in, a, in a Storm of Swords, it says because of a broken heart. Um, and then in A Dance of Dragons, it says um, a stillborn child, you know. And then in A Game of Thrones, it says a stolen child. Uh, and then in a storm of swords, it says grief over Arthur's, uh, Sir Arthur Dane's death, you know, but so, so, you know, that's one, two, three, four different things that people are claiming in different books as reasons to why she died. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's definitely, yeah, definitely a mystery. So, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Good Raven, though. That is a very good Raven. Mm-hmm. Well, and here, um, man, I wonder. So think back to the Night of the Laughing Tree, right? Um, right. Mira Reed is telling telling Bran that story, and she refers to Ashara as um, as a maid with laughing purple eyes. And uh, I almost, I, I just kind of wonder too about this Night of the Laughing <coughs> Tree situation too. If there's not more, more to that, or where Ashara was, you know, in relationship right. to Howland Reed there at that at the at the tourney, not just the feasting and the dancing, but like, you know, 
did she see that take place? Did she have anything to do with the with the Night of the Laughing Tree? Um, I don't think anybody's proposing that she is the Night of the Laughing Tree, but uh, wow, that'd be something, wouldn't it? You know. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to look. I'm tr- I'm trying to look this how. Hmm. Plus Ashara. Here's something cool too: is that you know she, um, Lady Paul had brought up that Sir Barristan Selmy uh, regrets losing to Prince uh, Rhaegar during the tourney and not being able to name Ashara the Queen of Love and Beauty, right? So he he wanted right. to, so because he he also thought she was beautiful, and so it is just a little strange that if she of all those different people she would pick Helen Reed, I guess the guy who, you know, maybe he's not being shy; he's just is who he is. He just doesn't. Uh, you almost wonder, does he think he doesn't have a chance? Is he just hanging out, just doing his own thing? And uh, is just something, she's, he, he's something different than, <clears throat> than what she's yeah. encountered. So right, right. So right here, Barrison Selmy, who loved Ashara remarks that she wants fire and Dorne sent her mud. You can make a poultice out of mud to cool a fever. You could plant seeds in mud to grow a crop to feed your children. Mud would nourish you where fire would only consume you. But fools and children and young girls would choose fire every time. Um, considering how many things have been wrong about this so far, is he wrong about this too? Did Ashara actually choose a mud man? This is I found another mm-hmm. person talking using about the, talking about this similar theory. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if if it wasn't that she chose. Um, how, how, that that she didn't maybe she didn't choose Helen Reed, but that he was chosen for her, you know, right? Because that'd be interesting. But then, then how would well, yeah, that wouldn't make a lot of sense then because how how would uh, the conception of of Mira Reed take place, you know? So, right. I don't know. Is it likely that? Uh, I'd have to go back and look at the Helen Reed stuff as as he's there at the tourney. Whether he was, he wasn't with anybody, was he, at the time? You know, no, I don't think so. Not that we know of, right? Let me pull up his page real quick here, but I don't think he was. So, anyways, um, sorry, just yeah, a little I'm bit looking, to look I'm, up. It, yeah, I'm just I'm looking. <coughs> excuse me, looking here. Um, right here that we have no knights at Greywater, no master of arms, and no maester, and yet all of them of that. That is true. Somebody says, and finally, more than once, Mir and Jojen stress. This is from a Clash of Kings. Mir and Jojen stress that there are no knights in the neck, almost as if they want to make sure no rumors get started. My father taught me how to fight. We have no knights at Greywater, no master of arms, and no maester. This is what we're saying. For, and yet, for all of that, both of them are remarkably educated and like pretty decent fighters. Um, what just the heck? With the, yeah. <laughs> what the with heck? The, uh, right. So think about why they why they wouldn't have maesters, right? Uh, because there's a lot of people who believe there's that conspiracy or that they can, you know, who knows what they're going to send in their ravens. Uh, you know, they don't trust that order, right? And if you're trying to be secret right. and keep a bunch of things... You know, if you're carrying around all these different secrets, um, as, as Lady Paula put it, you know, live happily ever after and keep your, you know, with, with those secrets for the rest of your life, then, yeah, you wouldn't want a maester around nosing through your business and reporting back to the Citadel and keeping, because that's what they do. They they keep journals. They keep oh, journals for sure. and stuff. And they have conspiracy detailing. theories. That's what the maesters do. They, they're conspiracies. Yeah. So, 
Um, here we so, go. Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah. Oh, did you find something? Well, no. You, you, uh, you go ahead first. I, I was just gonna play. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna look over some of this stuff in his youth, his his time at the Isle of Faces in Heron Hall. But you go ahead and go first there. Oh, I just. Uh, yeah, I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm reading a lot of the the people on this on this thread. It's it's this is, this is actually a thread on the forum of Ice and Fire, which is uh, mm-hmm. on the wiki. Yeah. Um. And uh, some people. Some people are. I mean, a lot of people are seeming to. So yeah, this this makes a lot of sense. Some people, uh, let me see some people who are who are saying no. Um, this person is saying the Barristan Selmy part of that the argument I just read mm-hmm. uh, makes the most sense. I always think that the exact opposite when Barristan makes a comment or observation. I like the irony of Ashar possibly being attracted to mudmen, will where Barristan Selmy like thinks the opposite. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so this yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, this person is talking about the master of arms and no, no educated. This person is saying, I didn't find it odd. I also don't know if we can determine exactly how educated they are compared to other nobles of the same age. Um, they don't have maesters or knights or masters, masters of arms, but they do seem quite capable and have intelligence. So this person is just saying maybe the Cranach man are not different or lesser than we think just because they don't seem to have that type of stuff. Right. Yep. So real quick, while we're talking about Hall- Hallen Reed, is it okay if I just read from the wiki sort of what, you know, his, uh, about right. his youth and things? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Okay. So this is all according to uh, what is told to us by Mira, um, you know, that, that basically her father grew up hunting and fishing, climbing trees, uh, learning the magic of the Krennigmen, and that is mm-hmm. in A Storm of Swords, Chapter 24, Brand 2. Uh, and during that time, they're talking about the Isle of Faces, after he reached the age of mature, uh, the age, um, after he reached the age of maturity, um, bold Helen sought additional knowledge. He paddled a small skin boat down the Green Fork, evaded the twins at night, and visited the Isle of Faces in search of the Greenmen. He stayed at the Isle all winter. So that's that. That was the reference that Lady Paula had made: is that he was there that that whole time. Um. So right. then, it, but that doesn't really tell. Like, when is the age of, you know, um, well, let's see what this says. The age of. Wait a second here. The age of majority. I think I read that wrong. So let's just take a look here and see what that is. Um, so the age of majority for both boys and girls, sixteen, is the age of legal uh, majority. From that point. They are referred to as man-grown or woman-grown. Okay, cool. So there's a little side note there. So at that age, you know, he takes off for uh, the Isle of Faces. So anyways, he left the Isle of Faces in 281 AC, the year of the fall spring, to observe the great tourney at Harrenhal held by Lord Walter Went. As he walked across the tourney field, he was attacked by three squires, uh, younger but taller. Uh, Leanna then comes to his rescue you know, and finds out that uh, the Cranog men, uh, that, that he was a, a vassal of her father, Lord Rickard Stark of Winterfell. The girl chased the, the three squires away with the tournament, with attorney's sword. Afterwards, she brought him to her tent where uh, he was introduced to Brandon, Eddard, and Benjen. Um, Lyanna insisted that he attend the feast that night held at Harrenhal to mark the start of the tourney, so Hallen accompanied the four Stark siblings. When they recognized the three squires who had attacked him earlier, Benjen offered to find Hallen. Uh, a horse and armor so that he could avenge himself 
but Holland gave no answer. Although he wanted to take revenge, he feared making a fool of himself as he was no knight. Uh, Holland prayed at the god's eye to the old gods and was given a place in Eddard's tent for the night. So, on the second day of jousting, a short mystery knight dubbed the Knight of the Laughing Tree entered and uh, jousted, uh, in- entered the joust and challenged the three knights whose squires had uh, attacked the Krennigman. Uh, the three knights were defeated, but the mystery knight only demanded that the that each knight teach their squire honor as ransom. And uh, so that's basically the that's that's basically it there. That's all we're kind of given. It is interesting though that Hall and Reed does spend all this time at the Isle of Faces. Oh heck just yeah! Just before the turn, just before the tourney at Heron Hall. Heck yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So could like could he have been contacted by Future Brand? Right. Yeah. Let me. We're gonna have to do some timeline, uh, some some time t- timeline stuff here. Says two eighty one when the tournament takes place, and so, you know, what is he? Is he sixteen at that time? Yeah. What the? Right. Yeah. So in or between, so he's born in or between two sixty AC and two sixty five AC at Greywater Watch. Uh, that's according to the wiki. So even they're not quite sure. <laughs> so. See the Helen Reed calculation. I love the calculations on, <laughs> on, uh, on the wiki. So, okay. Any, any other thoughts, so, or Matt? Okay. Uh, no, no. We can turn that over to the group and uh, maybe come back to it next week once we see what people are kind of saying about it. Okay. Honestly, Lady, Lady Paula, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, that's and, a lot. Uh, that's a really that's a very well put together Raven. It has my gears spinning. I'm gonna have to do a lot more research on this. Yeah. Yeah, I've been meaning to to finish those docs that I started uh, with the timelines and just sort of like piecing together, you know, when and where everyone is, how old they are, uh, you know, who they could have been with. Um, that whole time period is kind of crazy. In the early two eighties, the, the, the thing I still the thing I still kind of find the most interesting about Jojen and Mira Reed is that, you know, it's like their father sends them like immediately, like when they show up and they're talking to Bran and like, yeah, our, once our father heard like the news, he sent us. Yeah, it was like a sign. It was like a sign. He he, right. he read like a sign. Yeah. Um, right. You know, and uh, yeah. Well, and it was also Jojen's dream, right? So that was also one of those things where like when he right. came to him with that dream, he said that it's it's time. Like he was waiting for that to happen and then boom, you know, you're meant to go here. So I don't know. I love the reads and I love Mira Reed actually. I think the way she's described in the book, she's, I think she's gorgeous. So, you know. I was really kind of hoping there would be something there with uh, her and Bran, or you know, maybe she comes across John. I was kind of hoping for that, but uh, I don't know, man. So, you know, yeah. But all right, I think so, that's. Okay. You, do you have anything else there? Any more uh, follow-up stuff? Uh, nope. We good? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, well, so, okay. That's, no, it. that's fine. Okay. Uh, well, I, we just had, uh, I'm sorry. I had a couple here. Uh, just things from, just things from the group. Um, these are just kind of sh- shorter things. I just kind of wanted to, uh, talk about, um, Sir Jared Gebhardt had, uh, commented, uh, in the group. He said, finally got around to listening to Monday's show. I angered the host with my doubting of the hound. Uh, in all seriousness, you guys are right, and I'm willing to admit I was wrong to question the Hound's <laughs> badassness. Hope, and then he posted a meme and said, "Here, hopefully, I can make up for it." First of all, I mean it's okay. Any, any, you, you could always oh, gosh, kind of, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We just saw it in the group and we were like, oh, okay. We were just, I was, uh, we're always just joking around. But yeah, uh, I, I commented it, back. I'm like, there's nothing to forgive. There's nothing to forgive. Yeah. Can I also say it's actually kind of awesome when people say, you know, like, oh, like, uh, if someone were to, if someone were to attack, you know, uh, Barrett and Darian, I don't know what I'd do, you know? Well, I attack uh, him all the time. I know you do. But, but I, that's, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> <you. laughs> yeah. But man, I tell you, like, it, like, go for it, you know? Let's let's have some fun. Go, go after my favorite character. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Here's uh, here's another one, real quick. Chris Walters. Yep. Maybe this is, we call this like our lightning round here. Yeah. The Beric Dondarrion round. The lightning, yeah. lightning round. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, if the dragons keep growing at the same rate as they have, this is from Chris Walters, who was our trivia winner uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, if or not this week, but last week. Uh, if the dragons keep growing at the same rate as they have between the previous seasons, will the two living dragons be much larger larger than Viserion during season eight? I wouldn't think that a white would keep growing. Oh, good point. But I think that in the show they're done growing. Yeah, I me think too. they're kind of yeah. done. But that's an interesting. That point. is a good thought. Even in the book, you know, like if that were to happen. Um, the rate at which they grow with that uh yeah when like we right. almost need them just to be fully mature you know so that way right and i think that's probably going to be the case yeah yeah because i like like these three are kind of like i think because of the absence of the other dragons like they are going to be you know like the dragons of old you know so right which right. is awesome mm-hmm. so no good point so uh all right here we go uh eric bingle the White Walkers enter the kingdom under the wall through the Expanse tunnel system and wreak havoc. Daenerys travels by the shadow and through the Grey Waste, around the backside, and down the wall from the far nor- north. Uh, when she gets there, her dragons won't pass the wall, so they use the horn to tear it down. This allows her to rescue Westeros. Just a thought. That's kind of in response to the Fire yeah. and Blood chapter. Right, okay. Uh, so, yeah, basically saying that the Whites enter the kingdom, that, like like they don't tear the wall tunnel down system right right yeah. okay and then daenerys travels by by the shadow she goes around she goes around yeah. yeah and and through the gray waste okay um around the backside and down to the wall from the north that would be epic that'd be crazy um when she gets there her dragons won't pass the wall so they use the horn to tear it down okay so it's almost like the the wall is like this barrier like if you're on this side of it you can't go south of it if you're on you know the south side you can't go north of it you know that's that's kind right. of what he's in his mind there. So it's like this barrier that you either got to fly around, um, or you ha- you just can't fly over. You know, it's it's right. something. So they got to use the horn then to to tear it down. That's cool. I like that. So yeah. So no, that's cool. And I, I, I it's interesting. It's all interesting. This, this whole wall business now. Like this new piece of information. Yeah, you know, is Danny going to be able to fly over the wall with her dragons? Right. You know? Yeah. If if she can, then it means she has a stronger bond, which is cool because that opens the door for a lot of things. If she can't, or if the wall's even there, right? Yeah. yeah good so, point. Yeah. Anyway, good thoughts. I'm glad that all that stuff is taking off in the group. Yeah, I say we keep the uh, lightning round going there at the end. I like that. It's good. Yeah, a little. Uh, yeah. Little. Yeah. Little lightning, little lightning rounds here. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think that's uh. I think that's kind of it, Sir Ezra. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We had some good ones. Some good discussion. Things that, uh, as always, we had to follow up on and, and think more about. So it's crazy. They just come too fast. I, I I love it. The thoughts and the theories we get to track down. Too many. It's fantastic. Uh. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
feel free to send us your uh, Ravens at uh, btkcast at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you haven't joined the group yet, you know, uh, time to get in there. There's the, People are, you know, posting uh, thoughts and threads. What do you guys think about this? Have you ever thought about that? You know, we're trying to, in our own way, in our own community, sift through some of the stuff that has already been presented out there on the on the, on the uh, Reddits and, and the other wiki forums, um, but at the same time, come at it with a fresh set of eyes, you know, and, and maybe we'll, mm-hmm. we'll find something new. And as we get fire and blood, you know, just kind of continue to um, oh, add to our knowledge and, and maybe uh, find different ways to theorize and think about uh, how that book and how the histories can be, uh, like, how, the parallels that we'll see in the series. So, right. You know, so, but all right, yeah, guys. yeah, thanks. All right, guys. Well, uh, to close this week, um, in the words of House Forrester, iron from ice. <laughs>